Living Holistically Well with Dr. Annette West. Again, we will have a myriad of topics, interviews, and engaging words of thought to share with you this season. The purpose of this show is to help us build up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And I just want to give a shout out to Creative Common for allowing the show the use of their jazz instrumental, Smooth Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West. Topic for today. Hi, everyone. So today's topic stems from a question from one of our viewers. I won't use our viewers' names unless they tell me that it's okay. And she did not give me that authorization. But her question to me was, how can I have stronger faith? What do I need to do so that my faith will be stronger because I am struggling? That's what she wrote to me. And so I hope today that I can share a bit of insight on Um, having a faith walk with the Lord. The 11th chapter of Hebrews is what many call the, the book on faith. It's the hall of faith. Everything to a great degree is found in that New Testament passage. But what is faith? And I'm going to read from Hebrews 11, 1, and I'm going to use two different translations. I'm going to use the King James Version because some people still align with that. But I'm also going to use today uh, the New Living Translation in giving uh, a definition and what it means. So Hebrews 11, 1 from the King James Version says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The New Living Translation says, what is faith? It is the confident assurance that something we want is going to happen. It is the certainty that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we cannot see it up ahead. And so a simple definition on faith would be putting our trust in something that we cannot see. It does not mean that there is no evidence for that faith. We believe that there is a God, not because we see him, but because we have plenty of evidence around us in our life and in the Bible that he exists. If we look at the world and nature, we can see that God created it. We have God's word, the Bible, and the Bible declares that God exists. 
And even there are plenty of evidences through history. Excuse me. Through history and science that proclaim the accuracy of the Bible. And so we can't see God, but we can have faith in him because of the proof that he has given to us through history, through science, through nature, and through his word. And we have to know that Hebrews 11 and 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we must have faith to please God. And when we try to walk out our salvation on our own daily Christian walk in our flesh, it is displeasing to the Lord. It is a stench. It is a, it is a, a foul aroma up to the Lord's nostrils. And so we have to learn that everything we do should be done in faith. And so her question is, but how do I get my faith stronger? How do I get strong faith? And so some people will give you a formula. I don't want to give you a formula, but I want to share some things from the word and life that I believe can help all of us. Because Romans 10 and 7 says, and this is in the NIV, it says, faith comes by hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. So that tells me one thing I have to be doing is staying in God's word so that I can learn it and I can learn how to apply it. Because he said it comes, faith comes through hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of God. So if you can't hear the word of God, then you will not be able to work, work it out, walk it out, know what it says. It comes from us hearing what the message says. And so, like I said, it's not a formula to make something happen. Faith is really about our relationship with God. What things are we doing to build our relationship with God? Because I can look at other people's examples all day long, but that doesn't mean I have faith. I might believe that what they've gone through is real because I've seen certain things, but that doesn't mean that I have faith. I have to have faith for myself. I can't have faith through somebody else. <clears throat> and our faith is supposed to produce, it's supposed to produce a greater walk in our life in our christian life so it's not just about saying oh i have faith lord i believe but it's about am i aligning with the things of the lord so that i can become stronger in my faith walk and so one of the ways that our faith can arise is by hearing the word of truth Paul was a great example 
of going out and sharing with the people so the people would hear and then they would begin to believe and then they could begin to walk it out. There is a connection between um, preaching God's good news and the growth in our faith. So we have to be willing to listen to others preach the word of truth. We have to be willing. That means we can't get it all on our own. We have to be willing to hear someone else bring forth the word of truth. So one way we can strengthen and grow stronger in our faith is to hear the word of truth being spoken through God's anointed and appointed vessels. Also, our reading the word of truth, like I said a moment ago. Every morning, I spend at least 30 minutes before I get to doing other stuff, just reading the word. I'm not studying the word. I'm only reading the word. The word is powerful. That's what we have to know. The word is powerful and it causes the light of faith to shine in us. <clears throat> On the road to Emmaus, after Jesus' death on the cross, the disciples' hearts burned within them as faith burst forth. Luke 24, and you have, we have to read the whole passage. Here we go, reading the word of truth again. Um, Luke 24, verses 13 through 32. But the faith burned, burst forward from them. And it happened as they heard, as they heard the written word explained to them by the word himself. So the word explained the word. The word the Bible, the truth of what Christ left for us, the words of God can speak to us as we spend time, daily time, in reading God's truth. But faith also rises through our prayer life. And I am big on prayer because I know personally the power of prayer, the power of prayer in my own life, in other people's lives. I have kept journals for years and I probably have about 10 different journals that I've written in through the years. And sometimes I'll go pick one of them, one of the journals up and I'll just start reading and I'll be like, wow, did I write this? Did I ask the Lord for this? And look, God did it, and I had written down when God did it, or I realized on this day, God, you already took care of this. But I had faith when I laid the prayers down. I had faith when I wrote it in my journal, and I would go before the throne, and I would pray, and I would ask the Lord to give the release. I didn't know when the release was going to come, and it wasn't always for me, but I believed that my faith was strong enough in the Lord that he was going to come through, that he was going to do what I asked him to do. 
And so our prayer is just not about yap, yap, yapping to God, but our prayer requires us to be willing to pause to see if the Lord has something specific beyond what we, what we had written that's coming to our mind, but does he have anything else to share with us? In Isaiah 65 and 24, it says, before they call, I will answer. And then in Jeremiah 33 and 3, it says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Anytime we have received something from the Lord directly, our faith grows more. So we can, we can get excited about what he's doing through other people, but it's a greater excitement when we recognize that he is doing something through us. And he said his grace is sufficient for us. Whatever we need, God has it. And as we lay these things before his throne, believing, having faith that he is going to answer them, we have to also know that his predestined plan may be so vast and we can't see it. So sometimes we render prayers and we say, I believe this is going to happen, but God may be saying, yeah, but it's not in my plan. And so then we may keep asking and bugging and asking and bugging like the, 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 the woman in the Bible who, um, kept going to the judge with her complaint and eventually he just got fed up with her coming and he just gave her her request. And so sometimes God just said, you know what? You're just going to keep bugging me about this thing. Go and take, go and do it. Go ahead and take it. And then later we find out mm, that was not what was best for me. I was in a hurry. So we want to make sure that we um, spend time in prayer every day. And I've also found that my faith gets stronger as I share about the greatness of the Lord. As I share about how I've seen God moving. As I share about how God has moved in my own life and other people's lives. I don't know about you, but when I hear from others what God has done in their lives, I get excited in my spirit. Mm. I get excited in my spirit. My faith arises even more when I see how the Lord has worked through others. Yes. So when we, we you know, a lot of times in settings, people don't want um, those that come to share their testimonies. But testimonies are important to helping us in our faith walk, whether we realize it or not. We are called to empower. We are called to encourage. We are called to motivate one another. So how can we motivate one another if we don't share about how God is moving and what God has done for us, through us, and also others? Let me read this passage of scripture. It says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. 
And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. That's Hebrews 10, 23 through 25. And it says, we have to hold true to what the Lord requires and expects for us to do and we have to come together we have to assemble together at times so that we can feed off of each other's spirit so that we can feed off of each other's power so that we can hear each other's testimonies so that we can hear how God is moving how God is um, delivering how God is shaking in the atmosphere in people's lives because as our faith grows, it becomes a divine weapon to defeat the enemy. Because, see, the enemy's job is to come, is to steal, to kill, and destroy. But the Lord said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. And so in order for us to have the more abundant life that the Lord is saying he has for us, we have to stay at his feet. We have to stay at his throne. We have to continually uh, get in his word and and lay before him and pray and lift up his name, lift up hollows under his name so that we will be strong when the enemy comes to attack. And the enemy is going to attack because that's the job of the enemy. But we have to be on our job as faith walkers. We have to be on our job and on point and on purpose to ensure that we are building our faith in the Lord so that when the enemy does come, he doesn't have the power that he thinks he has to overtake us. We'll have the power to flee, as the word says. We have the power to flee. Are we tapping into it? Are we using it? Thank you, Lord. And some people don't realize, and a lot of people don't want to talk about this. They don't want to talk about dreams. They don't want to talk about visions. They don't want to talk about supernatural experiences. But we serve a supernatural God. We serve a God who is able to um, give interpretations to the dreams that he brings. We serve a God who is able to bring visions to us. And so why would we think that we can't tap into dreams, visions, and the supernatural when the God we serve is supernatural? Think about that. The God we serve is supernatural. And what we need to know is that dreams, visions, and the supernatural um, experiences, it represents a meshing of the supernatural realm with the human realm and faith pulls them together so we have the natural realm and we have the spiritual realm and your faith will be able to pull them together we have the holy spirit jesus sent the holy spirit we have accepted the lord as our savior we have the holy spirit now, the Holy Spirit will develop as we develop a right relationship in the Lord. But you have the Holy Spirit when you accept the Lord. But many people aren't walking in the manifestation of the Spirit that is in them. Because they have not tapped into this faith walk. And so you can see how important this faith walk 
is to us. A really good um, example is in Acts 9 and 6. And this is the account um, where before this time, Saul had been persecuting the Christians. Paul was very knowledgeable. He was very learned in the laws, but he used it in a cruel way and he was on purpose. He See, his purpose initially was to destroy anybody who believed in Jesus Christ. That was his goal. But the Bible tells us in the book of Acts, the ninth chapter, that <clears throat> he was knocked down on the road to Damascus. He had an extraordinary experience. He had a renewed birth. And he had an instantaneous faith in Christ birthed in him. So if, so if the Lord could do an instantaneous work in Saul, who was a destroyer of Christians, and shift him to become a converter of Christians, surely the Lord can do supernatural things in our lives. And Saul was so, Saul was so um, filled. He was so filled when he came to the realization that in Romans 9 and 6, he said, with trembling and astonishment, he said, Lord, what will you have me do? See, having that faith in the Lord will have you to say, Lord, what will I do when I don't even understand what it is I'm supposed to do? But because I trust you, Lord, because I realize that I have the spirit in me and I can do greater things than my little mind can ever think, Lord, what would you have me to do? What more would you have me to do? Where would you have me to go? What more of the story would you have me to tell? What story am I talking about? I'm talking about the story of King Jesus. What example are you going to be? So faith in Saul arose from a supernatural encounter. And he also had, they started calling him Paul instead of Saul. Now, of course, we don't normally change our names when we accept the Lord. But we change our lifestyle. We change our attitude. We begin to change our way of talking. We begin to change maybe some places that we used to go. We don't go anymore. You know, some dialogues that we used to have, we choose not to have those dialogues. Some verbiage in our language we choose to not have that any longer so those are changes for us as we grow and we develop and our our faith is made stronger in the lord and so like paul you know sometimes there may be that audible voice that comes forward to let you know why have you forsaken me why are you not building up my people why are you trying to destroy my people? But we have to believe that God can audibly speak. Because if we don't believe that God can audibly speak, if God chooses to speak, we won't hear it because we'll think, oh, it's just me. But as we grow in the Lord and we develop, then we begin to get an ear to hear the Lord's word, 
We spend time in at his throne in prayer, and he may choose to speak to us audibly. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Think about this. As soon as the meaning of his word registers, when it registers in our mind, faith rises up. Our faith rises up to meet it. When we release our faith, we are releasing the abundant life of God in whatever situation that we are going through at that particular time. But we must be willing to overcome our natural senses so that we can be strong with our spiritual senses. And the Lord, the Lord our God, is available to us at all times. The spirit is in us, so the spirit is available at all times. And if we are in need of something, we can go to the throne and we can ask the Lord for it. And he will pour into us what we are in need of so that we can grow more, so that our faith can be stronger. So that the truth of who he is will become more prominent in our life as we go forward day by day. Hour by hour, moment by moment, our faith will become stronger. Well, that's my encouragement for you on today from Living Holistically Well. Be blessed. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on your favorite platform so you will receive notifications for this show. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join the mailing list at DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org. And while there, check out what's going on in our world. Also, purchase a copy of Dr. West's newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit on DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org and Amazon. Don't forget to follow Dr. West on social media. Mm.